is Everything Trying to Kill You. I'm Mary Kay. I'm Megan. And we're going to talk about The Craft On today. episode two. On episode two. So how long has it been since you saw The Craft? Um, I think I saw it, like, parts of it maybe on TV in yeah. high school. But, like, actually, like, sat down and paid attention to it. I don't know that I ever actually sat down and oh, paid attention to it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, it was, maybe I watched it, like, during AmeriCorps. This was just a time when I was trying to, like, turn my brain off for the yes. most part. Like, because I was really stressed out all the time emotionally. And so then I would watch movies. Yeah. And just, like, not really pay attention to them. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the movies that I saw when I was probably, like, way too young mm-hmm. to see the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed with it. That and Jawbreaker. I think those were, like, the two movies that yeah. I was like, I love these movies. But I was, like, 12. Yeah. And <laughs> yep. it was one of my favorite <laughs> movies, obviously. I feel like if you know me, it's one of those movies that you kind of, like, look at the cover. And you're like, Megan would probably like this yeah. film. And it had been a long time. I mean, five, six years yeah. minimum. Yeah, I feel Since like it's I have seen it, at least too. Like, actually, like watched it last because yeah. it's probably come on TV at some point and mm-hmm. it's been on in the background. But like, actually sat down and watched it and paid attention. It had been between five and ten years. Okay, so like, what was the first? When when did you see it first? First, when I was really young, probably around when it first came out, and I'm pretty sure it was after it came on like TV. So it came out in '96. Yeah, in theaters, and I'm. Pretty sure I saw it in 96 when it came to TV. Okay. And I was... So you would have been... Yeah. How old? Not even 10. Yeah. I would have been like 8 when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. And I... Yeah. Do you remember like... How I do. it influenced like all of your slumber parties? Absolutely. We all played light as a feather. Stiff as yeah. a board. I, I did not. That was oh. when I like was like, okay, you guys have fun. Daddy, can you come get me? <laughs> <laughs> They're being witches. Yeah, I'll be there in a second. He like... Anyway. That's so no, I never it. stayed over. No, because they I always to... wanted to pull some shit like that. They were always like, "Let's try to conjure bloody." Let's not, bitches. Ha- I Absolutely did. not. We did it. I had a we like. I played a Ouija. My mom was adamant that like I could not nope. play with the Ouija board. No Ouija and board. Absolute... No tarot cards. No nothing like that. No, nope. I always went over to my friend Brittany's house when I lived in South Carolina, and we always broke out her Ouija board. I don't think to this day my mom knows that we broke out her Ouija board. I mean, I think, like, she knows, like, as a grown-up, like, I had a Ouija board. But, like, I don't think she knew that, like, first grade Megan was running off to her best friend's house and being like, we're going to go play Barbies. And then being like, are there demons in this room? Yeah, you can't be messing around with shit like that. And here's how I know. Because <laughs> I thought I was just, you know, like, um, I'm like, what's the word where it's like, not like paranoid, but like. Superstitious? Yeah, I'm superstitious. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I can give you a whole list of, like, the psychology behind Ouija boards. I'm not buying it. Okay. But I love them. Well, I'm just saying, I watched American Horror Story Coven. And yes. even then, one of the girls was like, do not do this. A witch said, do not do, do this. Not. So, you obviously, you would listen to the witch. Obviously. I was listening to my gut. And then she confirmed. <laughs> she confirmed your gut. You burned my gut. No, I did it. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love the movie so much is because I at a young age, had always had a fascination with, like, the supernatural. Oh, fascination? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, I wanted to be <laughs> this. Totally I fascinated. watched this and I was like, I just want this to be me. Oh, I did not. Absolutely. I was like, I'm just going to observe and learn from your mistakes. That's how I <laughs> felt, like, during the whole movie. No, I always wanted to be a little witch or something, and I was super sad when I never got, like, supernatural powers. And then, like, my Hogwarts lever never showed yeah. up. And it was just a lifetime of disappointment mm. that I was nothing cool and supernatural. Yeah, when you got your period and couldn't move things with your mind. Damn it. I know, <laughs> disappointment all around. 
Although technically, like by by that logic, if you get powers when you get your period, they should go away when you're when you hit when you hit menopause. menopause. Which but is it crap. doesn't. There's still all these old grand witches. All right. So that this logic is flawed. But I remember watching it and just being like, I want to be this cool. Yeah. And it was this whole like badass group of four girls, and it was this great viewing experience. And we're gonna get into why that was a pile of bullshit. Yeah. Soon. So. Yeah. Hang tight, yeah. everybody. We're coming. We're, that, we're I, coming I, I, for I got, you. I got so much about bullshit. <laughs> I got so much bullshit to talk about. Um, the first one was... Yeah, like, what was your first experience watching the film? Right, which we talked about. Yeah. Okay, and the number two was... Who do we most identify with? Which character, right? Yeah. Yeah. You want to go first? As a kid, I feel like I identified... 10 out of 10, 8 billion percent Nancy. Yeah. And we all know that's what I was going to say. I was that's what I joked sure. beforehand. I was like, Nancy, Stevie Nicks, and Alanis Morissette were absolutely like my style and fashion icons growing up. And eight-year-old Megan just wanted to wear like Drapey. floral maxi dresses yeah. and chokers and leather jackets and combat boots. And nothing about my style has changed no, at no. all. At all. Yeah. And so I'm like, she was like the weirdo and she was the misfit. And she was in my eight-year-old brain, this loud, outspoken, mm-hmm. powerful girl I don't think I feel the same now. I think out of those four, I don't, know, I don't think I would identify with just one of them. Yeah. As an adult, because I don't think personality-wise, all the time, I would relate to Nancy. Okay. Style-wise, absolutely. Oh, sure. I feel like I'm still a Nancy. I mean, if you have, none of the, I don't like that look that much, personally. I feel like it's like <laughs> a fetishized schoolgirl thing. Oh, well, no, not the schoolgirl. Just... The dark lipstick. The dark, dark lipstick. Eye the oh, heavy eye, eye makeup. The totally, excessive yeah. amount of accessories. Dark, dark hair. The dark hair. Dark eyebrows. General yeah. disdain towards humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm with you on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like the character that I identified with most in the movie watching it this time was Rochelle. Yeah. Yeah. I can I just, see that. I feel like her vendetta is justified. Yeah. And I also... So I have a thing about holding grudges. Like I'm really good at it. I'm real good at holding a at grudge. Holding a grudge. Mm-hmm. Same. Which is not good. Like it's not a good trait to have. It's not anything to be proud of. But, but it's as, you. Yeah. Oh, it's me. Same. Like when um, what's her name? It's two first names. It's it's like the name you give a guy when you don't want him to know your real name. Lucy. Linda Laura Lindsay. Yeah. Like that. The, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. The girl who makes fun of her. The racist. Yeah, the yeah. girl that grew up to be Ben Affleck's wife. Just First wife? Side note. Yeah, he's still oh. married to her. He was married to someone else, too. Oh, he might have been. I don't know. She played Holly in The Wedding Singer. Drew Barrymore's sister and all of that. And then she was in Zoolander. Yeah. Side, oh, yeah. Okay. Side I note. Knew little fact. Somewhere. Yeah. So, anyway. So, when she has on that really bad wig. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to talk to Rochelle at the party. She's mm-hmm. like, how are you? And Rochelle is like fine and like walks away (laughs) i really uh i get that i do i think personality wise i kind of really she was the most mellow and normal for lack of a better term yeah but she's like there are things about all of them that i don't like too same yeah but i also love how like as soon as people like left her the hell alone she nailed that dive yes and then the teacher was like, what do you mean you can do it? And I was like, you're a shitty coach in my head. Like, yeah, Don't do that. Also, like, get control over your classroom. Please. You idiot. And thank you. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. There's that. I liked Rochelle. I don't. That's not true. I don't like her. I You found the most to identify with. Yeah. In her. Also, um, 
we could talk about this later too, but when they're doing the light as a feather stiff as a board thing at their slumber party and she's like hovering midair and she's like, who has the direction? I'm like, nobody, bitch. You're fucking with the (laughs) fabric of the universe and no one knows what they're doing. No, there is no instruction manual. I identified with her because I feel like halfway into doing something stupid, I'm Mm -hmm. always like, what are we doing? What's the plan? (laughs) And then I realize I don't have a plan. And then I'm like, mistakes ah, have been made. Yeah. I'm trying to do better about that now. It happens. As a grown up, but as a teenager, I can remember like I would have been Absolutely. Rochelle for sure. Same. Yeah. Same. I feel like after watching this movie as an adult, though, I like Nancy's character the best. Yeah. yeah let's yeah. table it. So like some, next? some background into like some very like the basic scratch the surface analysis kind of of yeah. the film. Mm-hmm. I know how like there's there's a lot of sloppy writing. Starting with Catholic schoolgirls. Okay, why is Nancy at a Catholic private school? Because that's not where she would be. No. At all. Mm-mm. And it has to be private school, I think. Although, we were talking about earlier, like... Well, we California looked it up, and it's just called Los Angeles High School. But there's nuns teaching this school. Yeah, and And they're going mass. to mass. That's and... the thing. Like, nuns teaching class, that doesn't necessarily mean private school. I understand no. that. But, like, if you're... But if mass is part of it... Doesn't that seem like... I was going to say, well, it's mass and nuns and uniforms, and right. it just... Any one of those things. Yeah, but all three of these things together right. scream Catholic private school to me. Yeah, although... And that's just not where Nancy's going to be. Their uniform, though? No. That's not how It's hit me, baby, work. one more time, is yes. what it is. Absolutely. It's the yeah. cute little... The Halloween costume of schoolgirls, because... That's not what they're wearing at a real Catholic school, no. obviously. So no. it's just it's fetish mm-hmm. at this point. Which I don't like. No. I thought it was okay, and the more I think about it, <clears throat> I dislike it. The more it. you're not okay with it? Yeah, because it's not okay for little girls to be sexy. This is gross. It is gross. I mean, they're not little girls. Well, no. But the Catholic schoolgirl idea yes, is little girls. Yes, little girls. That's what I meant. Correct. They are sexy. They're not little girls. Misspoke, but okay, now we're on I know, the same no, page. I know what you're saying. All right. I get what you're saying. Okay. The concept that they were dressed in is fetishizing young children. Yes. Yes. I do not Which like I that. Which I get. And I do not Stop like that it. either. And it just doesn't make any sense. And there's just a bunch of loopholes. It never explains, like, why are they? Because it doesn't add anything to the plot. Right. Mostly. Them being in a Catholic. Unless we're trying to, like, go deeper and talk about the fact that, you know, like, they're in this religious school, but yet they are something that is usually inherently not a religious thing. Yeah. But I don't really think that connection was ever made anywhere, so there's really no analysis to that either. It's just Mm -hmm. they just wanted to put girls in plaid skirts. Right? It seems that way. literally all it was. Yeah. That's it. You want to talk about the other things that we didn't like about it? Let's do it. Are we going to... Do I get to say yet how I... For the longest time, thought this was like a strong, like strong feminist girl, movie. feminist yeah. movie, and it's not. It's not, and that was my first thing watching it. With a couple minutes into the film, I felt the same yeah. way. I was like, my whole life has been a lie. I thought this was four badass girls doing yeah. badass things. Nope, and it's not. Nope, it's four petty girls fighting over boys. Yeah, it's another <laughs> '90s makeover movie. Yeah, because you think like you have the outcasts, and they. I mean, even they, like, just walk down the hall, and I, like, kind of like Nancy, because she just kind of leans into the stereotype. Mm-hmm. When the guy, what's that kid's name with the long hair? The one who, like, he's insufferable. I would have hated him as a student. So bad at as a As a student, not, like, as yeah. a teacher, him being my student, I would have hated being in class with him. And, yes, being a classmate of his. I'm so bad at remembering, like, the main characters' names. Um, It's fine, because he's not important. Correct. And I just wanted him to be quiet the whole time. Um, I really just wanted to be like, why are you guys doing glamour magic and not like gagging this guy? 
He is the worst. Right. But they chose to make themselves blonde constantly. We have the makeovers because you have, like, the new girl to the school. Yeah. And she's, like, mysterious and, like, a little bit hot because she's new. And then they, like, bring her in as a fourth. And then they become cool together. Although still no one else thinks they're cool. No. They're just cool to themselves. Because they won the new girl? I'm not really sure, like, what that is. I couldn't make, again, any connection to add to the storyline. I guess, other than what seems on the surface to be, like, this theory of sisterhood. But it's not. It's not. It's not. No. And also, do we already say, like, they're fighting about boys the whole time? Yeah. Like, that's their... That's not the only thing they talk about, but that's the driving force. Which, as a person who is boy Gracie, I understand. (laughs) But also, like, I have other concerns, too. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like I just wasn't fighting with people over boys this much in high school. Especially if fighting? I Fighting? Absolutely not. No. No. I'm not going to chase. Uh-uh. No. no. You chase me. <laughs> I am a prize. I'm going to chase my liquor. I'm not going to chase <laughs> a dude. Chase a man. Yeah. Absolutely not. No. no especially not especially in high if school. I was a, especially if I was a powerful, cool witch. Yeah. It, well, I'm not going to fight with my friends over a boy. Or for that. sure. Or Sure. Would I have, like, maybe tried, like, some glamour magic to get attention? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would do that it's now. It's a parlor yeah. trick. Yeah. But that's all that's it is. That's all. That's not that's the basis. That's all glamour is at all, is parlor tricks. <laughs> like, do you think my eyes are shaped like this? No, I draw them that way. Correct. They really just underestimating themselves. Well, welcome to, I guess, the thought of, like, females in this time period is a lot of what I wrote. Is like, we give women this insane amount of power it was like the idea of the powerful female. And when what you say hap- we, you mean in the movie? Yeah, in the okay. movie. And so, like, what happens? They eventually fight and bicker, and they have power. They're powerful women, but they can't be trusted to be successful because they're going to fight and bicker over boys, and eventually they're all going to go mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The viewers can't see me, but I just kind of, like, put my hands out and just looked at her like, yeah. what in general? Like, About, like, the female... Yeah. In power. In the night, in the mid-90s. Yeah. The young female empowerment, which was, like, not a yeah. thing. Females couldn't handle power. Yeah, you could just, like, take control of your own image, basically, is what they did. Yeah. Because the only magic they had was glamour magic. Okay, so, I was of the mind that three witches were a coven, not four. Is that wrong? I don't know if there's necessarily, like, an amount of witch. I feel like you would need to have, like, at least three witches to have okay. a coven. But technically anything more than one witch, because one witch practicing outside of a coven is a solitary witch. So I guess maybe you would technically just need two for a coven? I don't know. But they're doing this whole north, south, east, and west elements kind of See, I thought it was Maiden, Matron, Crone. Or is that just Macbeth? Maybe. Okay. I don't have a better answer on that. I wish I did, but... I don't know. Yeah, my understanding of covens is that it just needs to be more than the one witch to be a coven. The size doesn't necessarily matter. But I don't, again, get the tie-in. And I'm aggravated about that to add into the sloppy writing. Is they had this cool concept where they each represented one of the pillars. Mm-hmm. And the, each pillar represented a cool, like, element. element okay, but direction. why didn't they have powers that were, like, geared toward these elements? I like, know. I guess because they were all a group. So they got, like, they shared it. Yeah, but, like, if I'm representing the power of the North and my element's, like, fire, why can I not have, like, this cool caustic ability? And that by myself wouldn't be super beneficial, but like with my three sisters, each representing a different element, we could be a cool ragtag mm-hmm. band of witches. Yeah, not I even mean, ragtag guess, at that point. No, yeah, just just cool. And it didn't it didn't add anything to the story there for me either. And I think- also, the way that she okay, so is 
What is the name of that entity, that deity that they're worshiping? Manan. Is that a thing outside of this movie? To my understanding, yes. Okay. I don't know. But because Bog all the way kills it. Love her in this role. Constantly. But I'm also like, it's totally the way that a not particularly smart teenage girl would describe a deity. No. Side note, he's not. He's made it from the craft. Okay. He is based on real pagan okay. deities, but he himself, for the use of this movie, is not. He's based on a numerous amount of pagan deities. Okay. They created a fake deity. Okay. That's what I thought. Also fighting yes. over a boy. Correct. Because, first of all, the way that she describes it is nothing special. That's not the way that, like, cosmic stuff, in my opinion, works. It's when she's like, when God and the devil are fighting, like, Manon is the football field they're playing on. Like, first of all, get rid of these sports analogies. You've already established you hate it. (laughs) And then also, that's not, that that, that metaphor does not work. It falls apart. Like, that's not, because those are not equal beings. So, anyway. So, good try, Nancy. I had a hard time with that while she was describing it. I was like, I hate this girl. I love her. I lo- Let me rephrase. Yes. I hate that character. I think Feruza Bok does a great job. I think she plays it. Portraying her. her <laughs> like, it's exactly perfectly. right. Yeah. Correct. Um, and then the other thing is, like, she talks about him like it's a sexual experience. Yes. And it's gross. But she's doing it on purpose to, like, yeah. freak out the new girl who then is freaked out. And... They compete for him, just like they compete for Chris. Which I have a lot to say. Should we? About, are we done with which? Let's talk about Chris. He sucks. He does suck. And when he dies, I was happy. Mm. I love it because um, Nancy doesn't let him off the hook the way that um, yeah. the way that Sarah does because she goes mm. out with him the one time, and even then she's kind of like, "I'm into you, but I'm pumping the brakes because I don't know you like that." Yeah, and you invited me to come watch you play football, which is kind of. Self, kind of. It is It is, extremely. Not kind of. And yeah. that's really only a thing that you do if you really love the person who to is To watch playing. their boring work softball game. You only right. do that if you really love that person, because it's not Right, or if you're watching it with fun people. Correct. And not really watching. Which she was not doing. She's no. a new girl. She really didn't have friends. Nothing yeah. about this is an appealing situation. Mm-mm. But I have a really hard time following how, how she handled the whole, like, crumbling that relationship. Yeah. Like, I'm a little angry that, I mean, and I, to, to an extent, I understand. Like, mm-hmm. she put this spell on him where he was infatuated with her, and that in itself was his punishment yeah. for what he did. Fine. I'm because, fine. but that's just, like, to embarrass him. Mm-hmm. To it. Which it did. Yeah, which it did. See, that's why I'm Rochelle. Because I'm like, oh, you're going to be shitty? I'd be twice as shitty to you. Yeah, but I feel like I would be shitty in a way that didn't, like, involve me in this. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But that's just being, like, a teenager and not thinking through your actions. Yeah, she did not think through her actions. I mean, adults do that, too. That's true. Because I feel like I would think better of myself instead of being like, oh, I'll show you. You're going to fall in love with me, but I'm, I don't know. Like, but she you shouldn't be embarrassed to be, loved, to be loved by me or to be in love with me. I am a gift. Yeah. I am a treasure. That is not punishment to love me. I think at first she wanted to But I get her thought. Yeah, infatuated so she could get him to like so she do could, stuff for her. Yeah, and then she could kind of turn him down, and then he's embarrassed, and he looks like he's a little slick. Well, he doesn't feel mm. embarrassed. Everyone's embarrassed no. for him. Correct. That's why I don't feel yeah. like it was well thought out. Right. No. As a punishment. Definitely not. Because he's under this spell, which is one of the only times in this damn film when, like, real 
magic outside of like a glamour, glamour was yeah. used and mm-hmm. it was just this weird Achilles heel of feminine infatuation yeah was the only time it was used was a love spell which is also goes back to our like you're really underselling yourself yeah yeah I don't know that at first she was trying to embarrass him so much as like get even because she yeah. felt really strongly for him without understanding why and then he embarrassed her yeah which I get yeah I get it too and I then too. also like one thing that this film I think does do really well is they establish how like Kids will lie when they feel threatened. So, for sure. Whenever um, Sarah does go watch him play football, or she like shows up and she's like, uh, "I don't know what's going on," the three girls like come up and start bullying her, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that sounds really interesting. Oh, um, are you coming here to watch Chris because he's awesome?" And then she's like, "No, I don't even know him. I'm not here to watch him." Yeah, like right away. I'm just standing here for no reason. I mean, just own it. Right? And then, okay, so the part that did was kind of heartbreaking is when, like, she's like, he carries disease. And she's saying it, like, as a joke. And then she's like, but really, like, that was my experience with yeah. him. So, but, but side note, not kidding. Yeah, side note, not kidding. Like, making it a joke so that you'll listen. Yeah. But also, like, this actually happened to me. He's a terrible person. And then uh, I think Sarah just plays it off as a joke still. Yeah. Which is easier to do. Of course. And what, a t- uh, and what probably what probably I Probably what a 17, 16-year-old, yeah. however old she is. Because you don't know how to deal with that. I mean, who does, really? No. Yeah. Especially when you're that young. It's hard to deal with life experience. It's hard (laughs) to deal with without life experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens. And then whenever Sarah pumps the brakes again, she's like, this is enough. Like, I don't want to, like, torture him anymore. Yeah. Um, Nancy shows up and, like, seduces him as Sarah. Yep. And then that's my favorite scene, I think. I think so. Like that whole, well, it's more than one scene, but like that. But it's whole, like that whole like little like sub storyline. Yeah, I agree, and I think that's where I really appreciated her acting as well. I had never seen anybody yeah. so passionately involved in their role. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool because um, Sarah's like, "Okay, that's enough, Nancy," and she's like, "No, it's, Hell, not. No, it's not. He has to pay." Yeah, and then he does. Yeah, my favorite lines in that whole thing are, "Oh, he's so sorry, he's, he's so sorry. sorry." Yeah, and she's just losing her mind, and I yeah. love it because. That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. He deserved and it. And then she convinces him to jump out the window. Oops. Or pushes him. I don't know. It's a great, great area. Yeah. Looked like a push. Mind push. How do you feel about that? I mostly have the big question of he's at a party with all these teens and not one damn person is going to question why he's dead. Like there's no police involvement with this. Oh, yeah. That's where my... sloppy writing again. Again, yeah. With the sloppy writing, there's nothing... There's no... Also, the man who just walks into the street when he's, like, trying to warn Sarah. Yes. And what we're just never going to follow up with him? No, not like, at what's all. That? So that's another, nope. like, Bill missed opportunity there to I guess bring they, him I back I don't know. In. Why did they leave these holes? And it aggravates I don't me. 90s, like, 80s and 90s just thought, like, that was fine. I guess. Because they were relying on special effects that weren't that great. But it was aggravating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I feel like they could have been... I mean, I guess it would have made the movie super long. Somebody there was like, well, I saw him, so go upstairs with Nancy. Yeah. We saw all four witches go up there, and yeah. then he's dead. Yeah, we, we, we see the four girls that we all pegged as weirdos and talk about how they're pagan. Also, remember how, like, Sarah is whining to her dad about he was a really good guy? He was not. He was not a good guy. He was not a good point. guy. He flattered you a little bit in the beginning, but... Because you were new. Because you were fresh meat. And that sucks to feel like that. But also, like, that doesn't make him a good person. No. He's shit. He is not good at all he has no redeeming qualities yeah he wasn't even cute 
Uh, he's cute. Not cute enough. Fair. Not, <laughs> not cute enough. That's the reason why we didn't do the question we did last time, which was yeah, the top, our top three. three. I'm like, none. Nope. nope there's nobody. The, okay, the older witch. She's not old. She's maybe like 35. Yeah, like the matron. Yeah. Lady oh, of the matron. Yeah. yeah. She's real pretty and sweet. She's sweet. And tries to help. And she's like, um, once you unleash the powers of the universe, you there's no undoing it. Yeah. Comes back on you times three. Good job. Yeah. I tried to tell you. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. And stop course. stealing from me. Yeah. I'm her. That's yeah. <laughs> my character I identify <laughs> with the most. Oh, man. That was a missed opportunity. I know. I didn't think about it. I didn't even consider her because I mean, the girls just I like, was just thinking of the- None of them has enough backstory. None of them have enough backstory. Sloppy um, writing. It's like we didn't need to know more, but I kind of felt like no one knew anything else about I don't feel like them. I knew anything really about any of them yeah. except for the few little snippets that we saw, but it wasn't enough. But again, I understand- it's just like a movie. They're trying to keep it around like an hour and a half. They're not giving us tons of information. But like, just give us another 30 minutes of film and explain some stuff. Yeah. I don't think yeah, I'm like, for a Well, how did Bonnie get burned? Because that's her whole like definition of her character. She's just struggling with wanting to look one way and feeling another way. Was she the one with the oh. fire element? I think, yes. That actually. makes sense, actually. Okay, well, there's a good tie-in. Yeah, that is a good tie-in, but they really understated unless, it. Unless, yeah, I was going to say, unless Could we're wrong. Could have that up a lot, unless we're wrong. I know that even though Nancy was walking on water, it was Rochelle's element. Correct. I do remember that. Also a weird biblical thing to just include, like, a non-sequitur. Yeah. Or, like, a red herring, I guess. What's a non-sequitur? I don't know. It's a red herring. Sec- yes, yeah, secular or sequitur? Sequitur. In inference, it does not follow from the premise of fallacy. It does logic that oh, okay. does not follow an invalid argument. Okay, so we might have done that with Bonnie. We might have done a non sequitur yeah. with Bonnie. Well, but it happens with Nancy. We're right though. We're correct with Nancy about that being a red herring. See, I use both terms accurately. I know. I learned some vocab. Ten points to you. <laughs> Thank you. So I know we had a lot to say about Nancy, and then let's. Do Nancy. Okay. And then we can go on to my major eye rolling of Sarah. Okay. As a character. Yes, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Nancy is, she's like our main villain, yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a whole lot of like sympathy for the devil, kind of for me. Yeah. On my end. Like there are times that I feel bad for Nancy and there are times that I think that she is, you know, she is the outcast. Yeah. It's not Sarah. No. Not at all. Mm-mm. And I think when we talk about Sarah... I have an earful about why it's not Sarah mm-hmm. and how it's bullshit. But Nancy, even though she's kind of like the leader of their little group, she is the lone wolf. She is the outsider. She definitely is. Even when they are doing the call in the four corners, she mm-hmm. says, speak to me. And yeah. someone, I think Bonnie is like, us, speak to us. Yeah. And it's like, just even with like little slips like that, she's yeah. very much like self-preservation Mm-hmm. priority which it should be because no one else is doing anything for her no not at all nope not even a little bit Mm-mm. she's got it rough really she does i think she has the roughest and that's where i really roll my eyes with sarah because sarah really didn't have it rough Mm-mm. at all uh, even a little bit well she has depression and she her she did grow up without a mother i do get that I get so that. So we have those two things. That's not easy. Empathy for that. It's not difficult to deal with. But it's hinted at multiple times that Nancy was sexually abused. Yeah. And that her mom was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And that's how and drunk Nancy all the time. came to be was from an accident when her mom was working. Because he said the, yeah. her stepdad mentioned about how he shouldn't have paid mom and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So 
she's kind of got that scar to deal with. Yeah, I can't even imagine what that would be like no. to grow up hearing that, even if it wasn't true. Constantly. Yeah. yeah, she heard it constantly. And then, yeah, I think she's got a lot of that parental trauma, which I get, and that from Nancy's end. But Nancy did not have to work at all to get her powers. And before Nancy joins, we can see the three girls kind of struggling to... You're talking about Sarah. Sarah. Sarah didn't Sarah, have to work Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sarah did not have to work hard with to get her powers. At or all. To she's just balancing that pencil. Instantly. Yep. And before Sarah enters the picture, we see the other three girls talking about how they need a fourth to kind of really harness their powers mm-hmm. and to grow their powers and figure out what the potential of their powers are. And Sarah's just like, hi, I'm a pretty well-off blonde who's naturally talented. I don't have to work hard at anything, but here's my kind of ill-formed sob story and my suicide attempt that doesn't seem to fit into the plot or anything else in my life. I instantly move here and went over the jock. And then at the end, conveniently, she's the only one that keeps her powers convenient yeah Sarah and that's how I felt it the whole time out of everybody she's the only one that keeps him yeah. everyone else lost their powers and I feel like I get why maybe the other threes lost it my mom was like no malicious bitches these are gone but like Sarah was equally malicious at times so why did preference go t- to little Sarah why did she get to keep them when everyone else lost them questions why, that I have why do you think so no like if you were writing it why would you do it that way she's the pretty blonde yeah. social commentary Mm-hmm. Who always wins in the end? Final girl. The exactly. Yep. So. I mean, the others didn't die, but they are kind of like unimportant anymore. Yeah. yeah no, they don't have anything that makes them special anymore. Yeah. So, which also means is that band of those three little of the other misfits, if they're not together in a coven, do they have any reason to be friends anymore? I guess not. They just don't have any other friends. I was gonna say. So what? What happens? Like what happens after that? Sarah's gonna go on to be popular. I'm sure. Yeah. She's gonna be just fine. Well, she'll and make everybody like her. Correct. Yeah, she can. Yeah, she can. She has her glamour powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other three, I guess they don't have a reason to be friends or close with each other. So any support that they have from the other ones, I'm sure are gone. Not yeah. that even if they kept their powers, I'm not sure if they would stay yeah. friends after that night anyway. Yeah. So. Um, you wanted to talk about, too, how they were they all ignored, what's her name, Lavinia? The elder witch? Yeah. The matron? How she, like, she tries to help Sarah, like, a bunch of times. Constantly. She tries to offer guidance. She tries to offer advice. She tries to share insight with something that she obviously has knowledge about that Sarah does not know. Yeah. And Sarah didn't even recently know that she was a witch. And all of a sudden, the matron lady comes out and was like, cool story. Your mom was a witch. And Sarah's just like, I've got to go. Yeah. And wants nothing to do with any of this. She tries to give her everything she can. She tries to help her summon and harness this power to help her defeat the other girls. And she just... Flails and runs runs away. Flail is exactly right. She did. She flailed out of that building. (laughs) Yeah. When she really did. That's always how she runs. Yeah. That's got to be like an early 90s thing. It has to. In horror movies, girls never run for real. No. Why? I don't know. So they're cute, I guess. I don't know. I'm sure. It's cute to run like that. They run like Phoebe. Well, run like a child? Yeah, but not in an endearing way. No. About the other girls, too, though, in the coven. Mm hmm. Um, so really like Nancy is the leader and the other two are like very weak willed yeah. and they're followers and Sarah is the one who's like, maybe rein it in girl. Like, yeah, don't go nuts. And Nancy's like, this is the first time I've had control over anything in my life ever. Yeah. So Shut just let, let me, me have, have it. Yeah. 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 And then even when they ran that red light, mm-hmm. the other girls were like, woohoo. And then Nancy's like, that was actually kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my this favorite might have things. almost been a mistake. <laughs> She looks so fierce, and then she has, like, that little brief, like, doubt. Yeah. 
But especially with that like crazy black lip liner. Which I love. Yeah. Oh no, I like it. It's crazy a, though. I just wanted to make a side note. I like how her hair got progressively more disheveled. Yep. The more powerful. And That's how I feel too. Same. <laughs> it's a huge Same. tell. If yeah. I feel out of control, my hair is going to look my perfect. Hair is awesome. <laughs> but if I feel like I got this, then it's just going to be like real Bellatrix Lestrange. <laughs> like real nuts. I like One time comparison. I almost went on a date like that, and then... With Bellatrix hair? Yeah. It was, like, big pineapple. It was, like, middle of summer. Like, big pineapple hair. Pineapple and then hair. as I was leaving, this was, like, over like over the summer when I was working out of state. One of, like, the college students that I worked with was, like, you look like the lady who killed Dobby. And I was, like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go change. Which, it's kind of awesome. Like, right, I would be fine with that. On a Same. normal basis, but it was like first impression. I don't yeah. want to be like nuts, oh bitch. Little I don't even remember who I went on a date with. So. Obviously, it wasn't important. So couldn't handle my strangeness. <laughs> you can't handle me at my strange. Theming it out. I wonder if they had Nancy from the craft in mind when they designed that character. Maybe. That could, she was kind of like frantic with power and disheveled a little bit. Yeah. Definitely inspired by some good 90s alternate goth. She had those short. boots and stuff too. The shoes from the 90s were, I mean, like the chunky Steve Madden stuff passed, but no, like that the is granny funny. boots. Also, that. I like the granny boots. I like it all. I have big feet, so I can't do the Doc Martin stuff. I, I mean, I guess care. I could because if I didn't care, I would do it anyway, but. I like the pointy toe, more traditional witch style. I'm all about some chunky toe boots. I mean, while we're talking about boots. makeover movies, let's just yeah, talk let's about just talk about how lovely half the clothing when they were not in Catholic school girl attire was mostly just. So you, your style is like a more gothic version of like Stevie Nicks. You were saying, yeah, yeah absolutely, Stevie Nicks with yeah. like a little hint of '90s grunge. Sure, a lot of velvet, a lot of plaid. Do you like a lot, lot of, of velvet? I feel like mine's more. Like sixties more than yeah, like yeah. That. Also really like twenty stuff, but not the Same. boyish stuff. Just like the makeup and the hair and the fabrics, because they did fabrics really well. They had all like natural fibers and that just moved really well. <laughs> Things just aren't the same They're nowadays. Just not the same. Just not the same. We can kill this part if yeah. you want. I just was like, if we were witches, what would we dress? Like? We're talking about a witch makeover. We movie. are talking about sense. a witch makeover music. If I was a witch, I would probably wear half the stuff that I wear. Oh yeah, not on not this stuff. This is my lazy Sunday runner sure. stuff. But like my actual, like if I'm getting dressed up, yeah, I would have a wing. Yeah. I would use magic to get a flawless wing. Cool. Every day, I would rock my dark purple lipstick. Why not? Yeah. On the regular. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. My I'm like I said, that's not hard for me to do. <laughs> I'd probably keep it that way. The Bellatrix hair and would wear a lot of like all the shit that I want to buy but have to wait till it goes on sale. Preach. Yeah. Like Preach. a lot of dark colors. I would have the stiletto nails, which I love them, but Same. I wear contacts and I'm and terrified that I would put my eye out. I don't think I don't think my nails. daily life presently, because I work with small children. Yeah. That have behavioral problems. I don't For think sure. stiletto nails would work, but I would absolutely rock stiletto nails or the coffin nails. Oh yeah, on the, a on daily the, basis. the yeah, I like those too. And the almond shaped ones are my next favorite. I could probably swing those now. I think actually. I could do almond nails. I don't think they would be so. But Nancy, I think I have the last thing I want to say about Nancy is that surprise. Nancy is ultimately like undermined as a super powerful figure yep. by her 
damn jealousy. Mm-hmm. Again, how convenient that this woman cannot handle being in power because she is jealous of another girl. I know. I hate that so much. It aggravated like, the y'all are literally, out of me. Uh, just work together. You can have it all. As just the, work together. As the four pillars. Let this be a lesson to women. <laughs> to women everywhere. You gotta help other women, dude. <laughs> you do. You do have to. That's what Titus Andromedon said. That's true. And everything he says we is gotta help truth. other women. I know it. Truth, truth. I think it actually truth. is like Madeline Albright first, but I like Titus. Same. Yeah. Titus is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Gonna be famous. Gonna be on TV. <laughs> Gonna be a model. Soaring on the wings of heaven. After our beautiful song, let's <laughs> segue on. Burn to- off my skin tags. <laughs> I refuse to edit this out. I want <laughs> you to know that. Okay. <laughs> when we went to that belly dance training, we would sing that like the whole way there because one time. The teacher said my name, and I just was like, <laughs> I was so excited that she knew who I was. And then I felt famous. <laughs> so when someone famous knows who you are, you're famous. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Okay, cool. That's why I always brag to Andrew that I went to a Lady Gaga, a Lady Gaga concert years ago. Yeah. And she, like, my face was on the big screen, and she pointed at me and made eye contact. It was like, this girl never sat down and know every words to every song. And I was like... Lady Gaga knows who I am. Yeah. That means we're best friends. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm with it. See? He thinks I'm crazy. He doesn't understand. No, you no, understand. No. I get it. You get it. I think you're crazy, matters. but not in a bad way. No. In a fun way. Absolutely. Like yeah. Nancy was. Not like Nancy is, <laughs> No. No. But, so, mental illness and witches mm-hmm. goes back a long, long, cool. long way. I love where this is going. <laughs> I'm Take so me there. This is one of my favorite topics. Oh, ready, dude. So ready. So at the end of the movie, she ends up being committed because yeah. she can't handle like the loss of her powers and everything that goes on. But at least in this movie, we assume 100% that their powers, like their metaphysical powers are real. Mm-hmm. Like they are real witches that have real powers. That's what we assume for the sake of me talking for the rest of this. That's real. So she has something lost, and they again just go, It's a hysteric woman. Yep. Commit her. Yep. We're not going to, in any way, shape, or form, validate the fact that she's lost something. So, or that like they made her that way. Correct. That's real. That pisses me off. Same. Mom, take some responsibility. <laughs> but she didn't. No, she didn't. No. And neither of them were sad. Nancy killed her stepdad. Her mom's just like, Hell yeah, life insurance. Let's buy this house and not once mourn. Which I get. It was an abusive relationship. Yeah. I don't think either of them were invested in this. Yeah, and I felt really embarrassed for her, too, when she had her friends over and her mom was like, let's have a party. And she's like, no. No, thank you. Yeah. Please stop. So, yeah, so she gets committed at the end. And we go all the way back. Madness as a diagnosis, which yeah. was a diagnosis way back in, like. So vague. All, so, so very vague. vague. So very vague. If we take it all the way, all the way back, mm-hmm. madness was one of two things. It was, Wait, all the, back, all the way back to when? Like, we're back in, like, Greek times right now. Ancient Greece. Ancient Greece okay, right now. It. We were in ancient Greece. We're taking it all the way back. It was one of two things. It was either a gift from the gods or it was a punishment from the gods. Mm-hmm. If it was a gift from the gods, it's because you were the chosen one. Mm-hmm. And then, which I think is how Nancy saw herself. Mm-hmm. She, this was a gift. And, I mean, she mentioned that multiple times that this was a gift from Anon. And she found these washed up dead animals. And she's like, this is a gift from him. And I am the chosen one. And he is in me. Mm-hmm. But then at the, ultimately, they're looking at her madness as like a punishment and she's committed. Then if we 
move forward, we can look at the fact that madness was the view changed significantly once we hit the Middle Ages kind yeah. of thing. Is oh, that, I've read about this. Keep yeah. going, and then I'm going to say my thing if it fits, yeah, and if yeah, not, yeah. we'll just pretend like I never... No, no. Okay. I want to hear it. I want to hear I want it. you to go first. Though. Okay. I'll just say, like, it changed, and it changed in the Middle Ages when the plague hit, and that was now thought that, like, madness and all these things, and this, like, malevolent, like, malignant force that hit that caused the plague. I'm doing air quotes. Mm-hmm. They can't see it. But um, that was now thought to be supernatural. Yeah. At first, it was thought no to germ be. there's no germ theory yet. There was no germ theory. It right. was literally thought to be essentially like witches. Witches were at foot. Why mm-hmm. else would this black rotting force wipe out so many people? Yeah. Blame the witches. Mm-hmm. And so obviously. Because you have nothing else to blame them. No. And if right. we're blaming the witches, we're blaming the hysteric women. Right. So we just talked about like that's where the plague was. The plague came. It was like the manifestation of kind of the idea of witches and super, like a superficial, supernatural, witches being a supernatural kind of like force. Mm-hmm. And uh, cool. women I mean, were, not, but well, not very cool, interesting. But interesting, yeah. yeah. And women were condemned way more than men. So this is in like Europe now. We're in England. Yeah. Okay. This is where we are, yeah. We're uh, we're moving through the world. Cool. And, the, um, and then if we kind of, so we have this gap here, and it was usually like hysteria, for yeah. more air quotes, is what was the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. on what we were diagnosing women with and what we were condemning them as witches, essentially. And if we fast forward again now to Salem and we're looking at what was the criteria for being a witch there, obviously one of the main things, I mean, there's a lot of little mm-hmm. ones, like you said, like being too cute or people mm-hmm. lusting after you or being able to do this when someone else couldn't do it. Those were reasons to be condemned. But there were like narcolepsy and epilepsy Ooh. were two of the really big things or people that did have mental illness, like schizophrenia and things that weren't diagnosed there, but like actual medical, like physical ailments that you mm-hmm. could see versus a mental illness. Narcolepsy and epilepsy were the two main ones. Anything that kind of caused you to convulse or lose mm-hmm. consciousness was thought to be like a demonic possession, something right. entering your body. And at that point, like you are a witch because we did not understand the medical repercussions yet. We didn't right. have any idea the of what it was all. to have yeah. medicine. And then on the other hand, people that were learning how to treat these ailments, whether it be with herbs or whatever, that we didn't have those the general population didn't understand how this medicine was working. And if you were able to figure something out, you are a witch. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, you've got, if you've got this diagnosis, you could be a witch or you're possessed by the devil. If you're working on how to solve these ailments, you're also a witch. And back in, um, the idea stuck, but back in the 17th century, there was home guy, Paracelsus. Where, where's that? That is... Greek? Okay. Yeah, the name sounds Greek to me. Like that, yeah. Back in 17th century times, he said that all women, any of the elements that they had, they were imagined. And that is where that kind of... <laughs> typical. <laughs> typical man. <laughs> that kind of like stuck throughout the ages, throughout mm-hmm. the ages. And eventually anybody that had one of these illnesses or had this imagined illness, they were condemned to die at the stake, whether by fire or by stoning or by fatal stabbing. But... In the 18th century, the idea of witches, it started dying down as we started understanding medicine Mm -hmm. and these things came about. And so after we had killed all these people for all these things, we're like, oh, wait, sorry, science, my bad. And then that's where this idea of witches kind of died down. But I mean, before then, if you had any kind of medical condition or any kind of mental illness or any kind of hysteria or postpartum depression were acted out of bounds or had a thirst for knowledge, you were not understood. Right. And you were a witch. And yeah, so, and I kind of get that, too, of, like, like take no chances because yeah. you don't know anything. Well, no. I mean, and it sounds ridiculous to us now, but if you yeah. put yourselves back in the shoes of the Middle Ages. Yeah. 
and you don't understand why a plague is wiping your people out and it seems like it can be tied to this one thing or you don't understand why a person is falling to the ground and convulsing right especially when you're at the you're at the height of religious hysteria at yeah. this time and so all of a sudden someone is passing out and falling down and convulsing and doing those things what does it look like it looks like an exorcism yeah. it looks like demonic possession yeah and these feel like they didn't know any differently that's where that idea kind of stemmed from and i just thought it was a little ironic confusing cliched mm-hmm. that at the end of the movie nancy yeah. goes i mean in this movie i'm assuming takes place like storyline wise in the 90s yeah. as well like it's modern day for when the movie yeah. was made the, the first thing they go to to someone who is a little mentally offbeat at this point from some kind of trauma that's happened in her life, the first thing they do is strap her to a bed and commit her. No ulterior nope. motives, no alternative methods, because that's what we do with those who are different. And aren't they like about to give her like booty juice? Yep. Absolutely. Which for you guys who haven't worked in direct <laughs> care is like when you give like a tranquilizer mm-hmm. with a syringe. In the Knock her out, bite her down, keep her from spewing her nonsense. Which so they, yeah, they don't do that very much anymore because like no. there's no way to, like it's a temporary, correct shut them up. It doesn't actually, yeah, yeah it doesn't do anything ethical mm-hmm. is the logic. It doesn't actually help anything. It's just for the convenience of the worker, not right. for the convenience or the, the anything patient. ethical of the patient. So it's really not given unless they are endangering right. themselves, which she wasn't. Not she then, was, no. No, she was, she was a little deranged at that point, but she had undergone something huge. And again, for sloppy writing, there was no investigation as to why Mm-mm. she was feeling this. But looking at the surface, she had lost her stepdad. Yep. She came from a very abusive past. Mm-hmm. She had somebody, like a huge falling out in her friends' groups. Yep. She was in this school that she most certainly did not belong and that guy and she really liked gave her an STD and then spread a whole bunch of rumors about her. Correct. And that, then any one she of those things. A, she was at a party where someone that she was hanging out with, regardless of like how it all went down, like died. Yeah. Obviously no fingers were pointed at her, so they assumed it was just a friend of hers that died. Like that's traumatic in its own. She, she has all of this. She eventually cracks and are just like, just come in her and knock her out. Let's yeah. not look at trauma. So. And remember how like, I know we're kind of circling back to the whole Chris thing again. Go but. for it. He, like, pushes her off of him, mm-hmm. and then she, like, starts crying on the floor. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to get you, motherfucker, and then turns into Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she has, like, little blips of humanity Yeah. that we can see in her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people could kind of relate to her when we got that sympathy for the antagonist because she was human and she was struggling with, with a lot. And yeah. I think she just wanted to be powerful and she wanted to be admired. But, of course, she was well, a woman and her Achilles right. heel was her in her innate femininity and that she was jealous and she couldn't handle her power and she was yeah. hysteric. So we commit her. What's all that self doubt too. Yeah. yeah. Which is also understandable. They all seem to have a little of blip a of being girl. a typical teenage girl. Yeah. What's her name? Oh my gosh. Uh, Bonnie. Bonnie with the burns. Yeah. Like all she wanted was to be pretty yeah. and to be normal. Yeah. And she started becoming powerful when she started gaining some confidence yeah. and she was able to walk in with her short sleeve shirt on and everyone gave her attention. Then her power Sassing started the teacher to bloom. for no reason. Getting that's that. me. Mm. Sassy for no reason. But that's when then her powers yeah. came to be is when she was able to get rid of some of that self-doubt. And then, but underneath it all was not a feminist movie. No. Just gonna reiterate that <laughs> for the eighteenth time. They, I feel like the characters looked at themselves that way, but the movie overall did not do that. No, which was really disappointing to me when I like rewatched it. I was like, "This sucks." No, 
And it sucks that, like, for the 90s, that's what we thought was... Correct. It, it was that supposed was to look like. That's yeah. what it was supposed to be. It was, like, this idea hidden beneath a costume of female empowerment, but it was the exact opposite. Yeah, you're still doing it for the attention of men. Absolutely. No, I mean, not you, you. No, I know. The universal you. Yeah. The universal you. The colloquial you. are still doing all this cool stuff, and you have all these supernatural powers, and you have the ability to be so badass, but you're doing it for the dick. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. For what? That's a meme right now. It's fine. I know. It's just so funny. My mom was just like, listen to your podcast the other day. You and Mary Kay, you're so funny. And I'm like, I dropped a lot of F-bombs. Thanks, Miss Stone. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Apparently, it's awesome that she listened to it, though. Do you have anything else that we needed to, like, I know I've kind of, like, ticked off our, like, laundry list over here. But do we have any last thoughts? Well, I really like it when people who listen, like, give us feedback. Yeah. yeah so if we yeah. missed something in this and you like, or you liked it or you didn't. Um, we really want to know, or I really want to know. I want to know. What it you, was really neat hearing what people had to say. Yeah. The last ones. There were people that told us, like, talk about this and watch the movie along with us. Yeah. And we told us what we were going to watch, and people are like, just watched it, you should talk about this. Yes, one of and our listeners cool. uh, wanted us to talk about how Nancy was the outlier, not Sarah. Yeah. So we did that. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Trista. Thank you. And um, someone also pointed out to me, uh, Rachel pointed out to me, yeah. that Robin... What's her name? That plays Sarah looks so much like Alexis Bledel from Gilmore Girls. She does, and I never realized it. And they do. They look. They do look very so very similar. Like, yeah. She was like, "Can you just talk about how like there's two of them?" Absolutely, girl. <laughs> so we have like we the whole like, doppelganger thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's so cool too. But yeah, yeah I really like hearing. I mean, it lets it's us know that we us. don't exist in a vacuum. And, um, we, you know, we care that we talk about important stuff. So if we miss something, which I'm sure we did, because this movie yeah. is action-packed with issues. Let us or know. Or if you agree, yes. let us know that we're doing stuff right. More okay. often than not, you know, you give a review when something sucks. Yeah. So Also tell us if we're cool. And next time, we're going to do... Cannibal Mermaids. Yeah. Which I'm really pumped about. Uh... I'm real apprehensive, but I'm looking forward to watching this movie. It's called The Lore, so I think. It's on Amazon. Yeah, you can rent it so on Amazon. And then tell us what tell we should talk cool about. Stuff. Oh, and our friend and Emily Martin is going to be our feature, like our guest. Yeah, so we're going to have a third person to chat yeah, with us and overreact yeah. with us. Yeah, I'm going to overreact to everything. That's my job. <laughs> That's, That's what I, I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a blog. I'm going to write a blog about the three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. But um, Atlanta has not given me screen times yet. So it might be a while. I had to push that back. But I'm really excited about it. I love Martin McDonough. And then if you have, like, suggestions about, like, movies that we should watch, like, I know. Always let us know. Yeah, one of of our listeners, Michelle, recommended uh, Hush. So we're going to do that maybe later. That sounds like it's right up our alley. Yeah. Right up it. Uh, We're excited about that. So, yeah, and if you want to know what we're doing next, we have that page on the yeah, go to the too. blog, which it links through. If you go to everything, trying to kill you.com, it'll link yeah. you straight to the blog. And then there's a little drop-down list where you can click the schedule yeah. to see what's coming up. Set alarms in your phone because it's that important. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. I was really excited about this. We had people vote on picking this movie. Yeah. And I'm really excited with how people voted because I think at first in my head, I really was hoping people would vote for Amityville Horror. Oh, yeah? Because that's just a favorite film of mine. Okay. But I think watching this one, yeah, it was it was a good choice. So it was a good seasonal choice too. It was because I mean, witches are like for me, like I associate them with Salem witch, which I associate with like Pilgrims, which is Thanksgiving. 
Correct. So and look so, at us picking a Thanksgiving movie. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Hot damn, we're great. Hot damn, indeed. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Okay. Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.